welcome everybody to the Believe in the Colorado Buffaloes podcast on the Believe Podcast Network. I am your host, Brian Howell, the CU Buffs beat writer for the Boulder Daily Camera and BuffZone.com. Um, it is week three of the Buffalo season already. Uh, you know, in some ways it's hard to believe we're already on game three. Yet, in many ways, uh, it has already felt like a very long season for the Buffaloes. Colorado is 0-2, and uh, it hasn't been pretty in either game. You know, CU obviously lost at Air Force on Saturday, 41-10. to The task does not get any easier this week as uh, CU heads to Minnesota to take on the 2-0 Golden Gophers. Um, it hasn't been all that bad for the Buffs. You know, in both games, they were within... 11 points deep into the third quarter, but uh, they've simply struggled to finish games and capitalize on opportunities. And that has led to those games getting away from them in the second half, you know, when the offense can't do much with uh, some of the opportunities that the defense has given them. So, uh, you know, in both cases, TCU and Air Force pulled away late in those games and uh, they turned out to be um, ugly final scores. Uh, you know, they also haven't covered the spread in either game and uh, they've been some big numbers so far. TCU was a 13 and a half point favorite in week one and beat the buffs by 25 air force was a 17 and a half point favorite last week and beat the buffs by 31. Uh, this week, the buffs are a 27 and a half point underdog to Minnesota, uh, which is a huge number. You know, CU has not been that big of an underdog. Um, actually, they've only been that big of an underdog once uh, in the last eight seasons, and uh, that was for the uh, 2019 finale uh, at Utah, uh, which they lost by 30. So Utah did cover in that one. But speaking of point spreads, uh, this podcast is sponsored by Bet Online. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to wager on all of your favorite sports, contests, and events with first-to-market odds and lines. Find reviews and news for every league, including Major League Baseball, NFL, NBA, NHL, combat sports, esports, and even golf. Bet online continues to be the top online resource for all of your sports information from live in-game betting, props, and features. Head to Bet Online today or use your mobile device to join today and make your first sports bet. Use our promo code BELIEVE50, that's B-L-E-A-V-50, to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet Online, where the game starts. All right, so looking back at last week, you know, the, the Air Force game, um, it, it was a, an odd football game. Um, you know, started with the weather. Uh, it was an overcast day, and then as the game started, just kind of um, downpour throughout the game. And uh, the rain the rain impacted the buffs. And, you know, obviously, you know, both teams had to play in it. Uh, you know, Air Force's offense is more suited uh, to playing in that condition, you know, as they run the ball. They had 75 snaps on offense and 70 of them were runs. Uh, it impacted the Falcons, though. I mean, they fumbled four times, lost three of them. Uh, the Buffs uh, you know, had some issues throwing the football. Uh, JT Shroud gets his first start at quarterback and uh, you know, d- does so in miserable rain. Um, you know, it took him after he f- you know, bobbled the snap or fumbled the snap on the second play of the game, which you know, the running back Alex Fontenot 
his elbow hit the ball and knocked it out of uh, Shroud's hands. But after that, Shroud goes to gloves. He's wearing gloves all day long. The receivers actually took their gloves off uh, because they were so slick and uh, trying to catch the ball, um, that wet ball with the wet gloves. So um, they didn't uh, handle that well. Despite that, they get down 20 to nothing crawl back within 20 to 10 and have a chance to make it 20 to 17. Uh, but Alex Fontenot, you know, fumbles at the goal line. I think he was in, to be honest with you, looking at the replays. I think the nose of the football went um, across the plane, uh, but it doesn't matter. It was rolled a fumble. Um, instead of being down 20 to 17, uh, the Buffs uh, still down 20 to 10, and Air Force was able to, uh, you know, control things uh, from there. So uh, it, it, it turned into an ugly game for the Buffs. It started ugly, and then you know a good middle part of the game, but the defense kept giving them chances, and the offense could not take advantage. And so then it became an ugly game for the Buffs, and that's kind of the formula we've seen uh, so far through the first two weeks. And frankly, it's the formula that we saw in uh, last year's Minnesota game when uh, the Gophers came into Boulder and won 30 to nothing. So um, you know, we'll see if the Buffs can reverse that. Um, head coach Carl Durrell talked this week about the challenge for the Buffs and uh, also how players and leaders are responding to this challenge. We got a lot of work to do. We had, we had that discussion with our team. They understand, you know, the, uh, you know, where we are, you know, we're in a hole, but we, we can get ourselves out of it. You know, we can, if we play better football, we've had good practices. Uh, we got to make sure what we're practicing actually gets, uh, we, we actually play that way that we do in practice in games, you know, and I think that's what, with the young football team for the most part, with some of the young guys, including our quarterbacks that are you know, still in the younger stages, in, in my opinion, uh, we, we have to settle in and be, play better football. And I know we have it in us, and we're gonna continue as coaches to get the most out of them to that we get that breakthrough. So uh, big week, as we all know, um, going, back to, going up to Minnesota for this game. Um, it's a good opportunity for us to, to kind of fix some of the issues that we're dealing with, and we're trying to continue to develop and, and, and get better as we go. And, you know, there's still a lot of football to be played, uh, which I'm excited about. We've got 10 games to really start to show some improvement and improve our, our mettle a little bit and get going before the conference race starts. So um, there's definitely a lot of football and stuff to be motivated to play very well this week. You know, they've been very upset. You know, they've been very upset because in their minds, they, they feel they're better, too. So they're, they're on the same page with, with how the coaches feel. Um, you know, it's, it's surprising to them when they see themselves, you know, and they say, well, wow, I know that I, we practiced that and I did that correctly in practice, and I don't know why I did it there differently. You know, so we're going through that a little bit with some of the youthfulness. But they, they'll, they'll grow and emerge, and they know that they have potential. A lot of, I hate that word, by the way. But they have it. They do. It's just that now they have to really force it out of themselves. And I think the pressure as that leadership group you're talking about, they're, they're, pressing, you know, they're pressing their thumbs on everybody else now about everybody being more detailed to the best that they can be so that we are able to get the product that we're looking for. Obviously, lots of challenges for this football team uh, as they try to come back from this 0-2 start. And, you know, there's Obviously, they have to play better. You know, Carl DeRoe said that uh, so many areas of the game they got to play better. But um, 
it starts with the quarterbacks, and they've got to figure that situation out. Uh, they've had two different starting quarterbacks the first two weeks. Brendan Lewis in game one gets his 13th consecutive start, uh, and then game two doesn't play at all. Uh, JT Shrout gets his first start as a buff and plays the entire game. Um, and, and neither one was pretty. You know, uh, Brennan Lewis really struggled in uh, game one. Uh, JT came off the bench and, uh, and played fairly well. Not perfect, but he played fairly well against TCU off the bench. And then, uh, you know, Shrout last week at Air Force, you know, in those bad conditions, uh, 5 for 21 for 51 yards. He was picked off once. Uh, a couple of the passes that could have been picked off. He was not helped by some drops. I get that, but, uh, you know, Frankly, the quarterback play has got to get figured out if this team's going to get any better. I mean, they have not had good quarterback play um, in a while. You know, it's been, you know, back to the early part of the 2020 season when, you know, Sam Neuer played some really good games out of the gate uh, for this team. You know, he even struggled down the stretch of that season. So, uh, you know, you have to go back almost two years. Uh, I, I, I won't say two years before they haven't had any good quarterback play. Brendan Lewis had some nice moments last year, but as far as putting together a complete game and uh, you know figuring out that position, um, it has not really happened since probably Neuer early in that 2020 season, but I might even go back to uh, 2019 uh, when Steven Montez was a senior. So um, it's it's been a while, and they, they've got to figure that out. And as they come into Minnesota this week, Carl Durrell and this staff uh, still don't know um, who's going to play quarterback? And he talked about that situation earlier this week. I thought JT did okay, uh, and he he will tell you that too. You know, he's he wished he had plays that he performed better, uh, particularly the fourth and two. <laughs> um, we're going to continue to evaluate that. We we just don't feel that there's any separation. Even what he's done, what B. Lou did in the first game. We feel like this is a really important week to, to really press them both about who wants this job. So I think that's more of our attitude. You know, they both had a chance to, to lead the offense. You know, they both had some, some inconsistencies. Now is, okay, let's go into this week and let's, it's, it's a competition. You know, who, we, gotta, we got to get better. You know, they both have some things to shore up. So we, we really want to get back on the grass and, and get going and, and then make some type of determination later in the week. So I guess we're going to find out about uh, 1.30 p.m. Mountain Time on Saturday who's going to be the starting quarterback uh, probably a few minutes before that as, as uh, I watch pregame warm-ups, figure out who the starting quarterback is. But regardless of who it is, it doesn't matter if it's Brendan Lewis or J.T. Shrout this week. Um, it's a tough task for the Buffs uh, going up to Minnesota. Now, this is a tough game for a team trying to get itself on track. And, you know, Minnesota's 2-0. They've outscored their opponents 100-10. to uh, Now, <laughs> I know the opponents, New Mexico State and Western Illinois, uh, are not very strong. I will go out and say the Buffs would be 2-0 and with this schedule and probably have a couple of blowout wins uh, with what Minnesota's done. And, um, you know, frankly, it's a typical Minnesota schedule. It's it's about the only knock I'm going to give on the Gophers, uh, you know, right now because they're, they're a pretty good football team. But um, since 2018, of their 12 non-conference games, uh, only two have been against Power 5 opponents, and that's CU last year and this year. So, Every other game they've played in non-conference since 2018 has been against uh, you know a group of five or an FCS team. That's just kind of what Minnesota does. 
frankly, I think CU ought to do something like that because uh, they're in a position uh, with this program right now where they should get some early season wins uh, and try to gain some confidence. But anyway, the point is with Minnesota, that's the only knock I'm going to give on them because this is a good football team, and uh, you know, right now they're number one nationally in total offense and total defense. Frankly, they should be with the schedule they've had, but they do have good players, and uh, this is a team that uh, can definitely hurt the Buffs in a lot of ways. Uh, they can hurt a lot of teams, and they're, they're going to be a good team in the Big Ten this year as well. And offensively, uh, they got the quarterback, Tanner Morgan. He's a sixth-year senior. He started for three or four years um, up there in Minneapolis and didn't play super well in Boulder last year, but uh, he's been really good for the Gophers throughout his career um, at running back. Mohamed Ibrahim, uh, one of the best in the country. He did not play in Boulder last year. He tore his Achilles two weeks before the Gophers came uh, you know, over to Folsom Field, uh, but he is back and uh, has looked great so far this season. They've also got Trey Potts, who uh, had 121 yards and three touchdowns uh, against the Buffs a year ago. And uh, that's a pretty darn good one-two punch. I mean, you're not going to find many that are better than that duo right there. And a receiver, Chris Outman-Bell, um, four catches, 79 yards against the Buffs a year ago. Uh, he's one of the top uh, receivers in the Big Ten. So uh, they've got a lot of weapons offensively. Their, their offensive line is very good and very big, but – Four new starters this year. So that group is still, I think, coming together. I think that's going to be an interesting matchup to see how that group for Minnesota matches up against a, a pretty experienced and, and solid defensive line for the Buffs. So I think, you know, the Buffs could, you know, with their experience, you know, maybe, uh, do something against that uh, that young offensive front or inexperienced offensive front uh, for Minnesota, but it is a very good one. Um, defensively, uh, Minnesota has uh, several great players. Uh, Mariano uh, Sori Marin, uh, their leading tackler at inside linebacker. Uh, defensive lineman Thomas Rush uh, is, is really good. He had two sacks against CU last year, and uh, I think he's a pretty solid defensive lineman, um, an all-conference type in the Big Ten. And then at safety, Tyler Newbin uh, is one of their leaders back there uh, in the secondary. So, um, you know, the Gophers have got some good players all across the board. Um, it's definitely going to be a challenge for the Buffs uh, to try to uh, beat this team. And really, it's going to be a challenge to try to stay with this team. Um, offensively is what, you know, really impresses me about this Minnesota team is they just they are big, physical, and they will run it down your throat all day long. Uh, and then they got Tanner Morgan who um, can throw the ball. And, you know, Carl Durrell this week talked about going against Minnesota and the challenge for his defense. Yeah, they run it well. You know, they Minnesota is, is, a, is a veteran team. I mean, they're a good team. Uh, they got a secure quarterback that really understands their offense really well. He doesn't make a lot of mistakes. Uh, they have two I think two excellent runners uh the one their starter didn't play against us a year ago so he's back um and then the other one is who played very well against us a year ago he's back so they have depth and they can run the ball effectively they have a big offensive line but you know we we do feel in a, in a lot of ways the kind of game that we just went through which was a deep rushing attack different schemes but deep rushing attack is really going to help us prepare better for this week, you know, going through the week we had last week. Um, different schemes, I get it, but uh, the physicality of the game, um, you know, we still have the same assignments and things that they got to continue to work on and improve on. And, you know, there were some times where I saw some really, like you said, there was some really good defensive series in there in the game last week. 
So there's some stuff that defensively we'll, we'll build on that that will help us, you know, defend and be better this week. But it's a, it's a dangerous offense because they have skill at the wide receiver position, skill at the backfield. They got an excellent tight end and they got a six year quarterback. So those are, you know, challenges, you know, among in themselves right there. All right. It's certainly going to be a challenge for the Buffs uh, going up there. You know, they struggled at home against TCU. They struggled um, an hour and a half away at Air Force going all the way out to Minnesota. You know, a Big Ten team that uh, is rolling right now. I think it's going to be a really tough trip for the Buffaloes. And um, and frankly, right now, trying to predict a win for this team, uh, it, it's hard to do that. I mean, on paper, there's nothing that suggests uh, the Buffs can get a win. And, you know, Carl Durrell, these coaches are, uh, you know, they believe that they're getting things going and that they can have some good practices and, and turn them into good things on game day. Um I believe that they're playing well in practice. I, I believe they're seeing good things in practice. I do believe JT Shrout, if he gets a start, is a better player than what he showed at Air Force last week. Uh, but a- until I see it, um, I can't, you know, in good faith uh, for all of you out there, predict a win for this team. And I, I think it's going to be a struggle. Um, I think Minnesota is uh, an experienced, together football team that knows their identity. They know what they want to do, and I think that they're going to come out and take care of business. I think that's a tough matchup for the Buffaloes this week. And so uh, my prediction, you know, I'm going to go with the same score that the Buffs had last week. I'll go Minnesota 41, Colorado 10. And, uh, yeah, I know that's a low number, but, I mean, this is an offense for CU that has not scored more than one touchdown offensively in uh, in four games. So um, to try to project more than – you know, 10, 14 points uh, for this team. Uh, I just got to see it first. And defensively, I, I, I think the Buffs are a good defense, not a great defense. I think uh, they've got some good players. They've done some pr- some pretty good things in the first two games to give this team a shot. But the problem is that this offense doesn't do enough to help out the defense. And um, I think that we see the same type of formula this week. If that offense is not going to help out the defense, the defense is going to give up a lot of points and a lot of yards because they're going to get worn down again. So I'm going to go Minnesota 41, Colorado 10, uh, and the bus fall to 0-3 in my opinion. And I would be a little shocked if uh, (laughs) they come away with a victory. If they do, that would be huge for this program, and it would kind of change the complexion of the season a little bit. Uh, I think it would, you know, give them a tremendous boost of confidence. But you know, we'll see what happens up there in Minneapolis. And uh, you know, for this, that's a wrap on this episode. I'm Brian Howell, Buffs beat writer for the Boulder Daily Camera and BuffZone.com. So check out my coverage there as well. Thanks for tuning in to the Believe in the Colorado Buffaloes podcast, presented by Bet Online on the Believe Podcast Network. 